listening to Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 211. Killer Lord's here with the one, the only, the you are clearly not caffeinated enough, John Brownstone. No, I'm not. One and cup I of coffee. I freely so admit it, yeah. Oh. This could be dangerous. Yeah, I haven't had any, so I've already, I've already been cranky. Yes. We're, where we weren't recording. Yes. This will be interesting. Indeed. And it's, a, it's an important topic. Yeah. So... Let's find out what's going to (laughs) happen. This week, we're talking about COVID-19, a.k.a. coronavirus, and the way major social changes are impacting DS relationships. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one. Just let it go. LovingDS and the number one. Or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, or you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Uh, a big shout out to our kinky patrons on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We thank you. We love you. Um, if you are in a position to be able to do so with the world in total upheaval right now, uh, we would welcome you at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. Uh, you can join for as little as $2 a month and you get access to just more, more of this, more of us, us. <laughs> more. Um, if you cannot, <laughs> we totally understand life is wild right now but uh we do want to say thank you to our proud crickets over on patreon patreon.com slash kayla lords okay so uh no major announcements um we've talked about our newsletter before we've talked about our patreon mm-hmm. before but, but, but i'm not really interested in it i'm also still very sleepy and tired <laughs> did not sleep well last night i can't imagine why um so sorry if i'm scattered i'm still like my brain is still rebooting at this point. Not enough coffee. Um, so this week's topic did come from one of our patrons who mm-hmm. is living one end, of, I think, of a spectrum that I want I want us to discuss today with um, in terms of coronavirus, COVID-19, and how it's disrupting people's lives in a lot of ways um, and adding stress to people's lives in general. Mm -hmm. Um, it says, you know, this is from people who are in a DS relationship and, um, both partners will be home pretty much indefinitely. The kids will be home. We feel you. We totally feel you. Um, their job was, uh, basically canceled entirely. So, it's it disrupting their DS relationship. The the dominant in that relationship manages um, people. The mm-hmm. submissive manages basically the things of life. I kind of told. I kind of mm-hmm. get. I definitely yeah. get that description. Yeah. But now all of those things, people and things, are mashed mm-hmm. together. Um, and trying to maintain our DS while also trying not to snap at each other with this new temporary arrangement. Yeah, I can imagine that. Um, it's you know this is these are hard times and tensions and stress levels are raised significantly and so and then they gave us permission to read that out for the recording um and yeah i think that is absolutely a valid thing um when i i basically read the message and went i think this would be a great topic if jb agrees and daddy agreed um and then i was like but wait (laughs) that's only half the story so i want us to talk about this first of all let's set the expectation let's talk about this in two parts 
because on one side, there will be DS relationships where uh, people will be mushed together. They, your entire ritual and routine will be upended because now everybody's home. Mm-hmm. Or people are still having to go out into stressful situations, but there's added stress and you're living together. At the other end of the spectrum are the people who weren't, they probably didn't even consider themselves long distance relationships. They just didn't live together and didn't see one another every single day. And now they may be in a situation where they have to limit that for the first time ever. And so there's a stressor on that end. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a lot more situations where COVID-19 coronavirus is impacting DS relationships. There's a massive spectrum of how that's happening. Mm -hmm. There's no way this episode could ever cover all of that. I mean, there, there are even, I, I have come across a few things which, hadn't really crossed my mind until I, I read this. Um, a blogger I followed, they're poly. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's they, another consideration. They are, um, I, I know there's a word for it. I cannot think of it. Um, she is DS with numerous partners. Mm-hmm. Um, she lives, she has her own home, but sees several other people. Right. And now with not being able to travel, not being able to go out, she is unable to right. see and, all her partners. And that's basically the that end of the spectrum yeah. where you weren't living together, uh, but you still saw each other regularly, and now you probably can't. Right. There's a lot more situations in between those ends, mm-hmm. and we just there's no way to cover all of them. So when we talk, we're probably going to be talking generally about... The relationships where you are like together in ways you have not been before, and then the relationships where you are not together <laughs> in ways you didn't, mm-hmm. you, you aren't used to. Yeah. Um. And I want to say several things, sort of like to set the stage here. So first of all, multiple things can be true at the same time. Meaning, the stress and the fear and the worry that people feel from COVID-19 and coronavirus and what that means for your job or what that means for your health or your family's health or your children's health or Mm -hmm. a parent's health or somebody you care about that you're not living with, what that means for the economy, what that means for society. Those stressors you feel, many of us feel, that's valid. At the same time, this can impact your relationship and this is not even power exchange it can impact any relationship we're talking about the yes um and for anybody out there who was doing that that self-defeating self-talk of i shouldn't see we said the word should and (laughs) we should all over ourselves i shouldn't feel bad about this i shouldn't let this get to me no two things can be true at the same time yeah what is happening out in the world and what's happening with our jobs and what's happening with schools and those are awful things, and also we can be stressed out in our relationship. I am in no way, and you are in no way, an expert to talk about no. the economic and the job and the st- and all the. But we could talk about DS relationships because while the stressors are unique, a few of us have lived through a pandemic, I believe. Um, <laughs> stress in a DS relationship is something that that can come from anywhere, right. and I think certain it's not things, exempt from it, absolutely. right? You know, and certain things we've learned over time may apply and may be helpful. So I wanted to say that. <laughs> um, another thing, and I, I want to acknowledge, I'm looking at my notes because I took a lot, I've made a lot of notes for this, y'all. <laughs> um, one thing I want to acknowledge is that um, we are in a unique position and we are aware of it. 
we work from home. Right. We are not grappling with the, I used to go to work every day and now I can't, or I had a job and now I don't have a job. Um, so, and some of this I'm having to go way back in the memory banks of like what it was like when you first came home. And that was a choice you willingly made, not this. Yeah. Um, so we, we do acknowledge that we have a, we, our personal situation will not mirror many people's personal situations. Um, we do have the children home though. Yeah. So we, if you have kids, we feel you there. Um, so just put that out there. So if anybody wants to be snarky later and say, no, 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 yeah. Um, so let's, um, all that said, let's start with the first thing I thought of. Okay. And this applies no matter what, how COVID-19 has impacted you, social distancing, Oh, no, I know what I wanted to say first. <laughs> See, I, the brain is not functioning. Take another sip of coffee. I need another sip of coffee. I wanted to say this. <laughs> so that we're all understanding where we are coming from. Uh, we have a philosophy about what's going on right now. We are moving through the world in a very specific way right now. Like, I knew there was a reason I wanted to say mm -hmm. we, we understood our perspective was different because we work from home. Um, we believe that social distancing is important. Yeah. Um, we, for the most part, are kind of self-isolating. We do not have symptoms. We're not worried about, you know, that no. being sick. But um, we don't believe we our, per, our personal decisions are we are not going out unless we have to because we are fortunate enough that we work from home so we get to make that right. choice and and part of that decision was made too in the fact that we both have family members who have um compromised immune, immune systems. systems absolutely and and we talked about that a little bit and we're like well you know if if anything does happen we are definitely cut off from them and cannot be there to help them right you know um we just feel it's that it's our responsibility right. to to do this to to make as little impact as possible right and we can't control what anybody else does we are not here sitting in judgment of what anybody no. else does all we can control is what we do and so that's the perspective we're coming mm -hmm. we are not preaching to anybody but we are i mean we have we have a platform and we have y'all. And so we're going to tell you what yeah. we're doing. You get to do what you want to do. You have to, and some people want to do those things and can't, you got a job you got to go yeah. to no judgment, no shade, but right. that's the perspective we're coming from of the, we're staying home as much as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we made that decision several days ago. Uh, we had right. actually, before the event we were supposed to go to this coming weekend in Atlanta got canceled, we had already made the decision we weren't gonna go because it just didn't Correct. feel right. We wanted to go, we desperately wanna go, just didn't feel right. Um, so that, just full disclosure, so you know where we're coming from. Okay, now, now and then the, the gears are starting to grind <laughs> in my brain. The first thing I thought about when I thought about this topic, and I don't care which part, where you your relationship lands in the midst of you're together all the time or you can't see each other at all. Any stressor of any kind, but in this case, pandemic level stressor, will make any cracks in your DS relationship immediately more obvious. Yeah. If you have not been communicating well and you've been going, it'll be fine, it'll be fine, that's a, that's a chicken that's about to come home to roost, y'all. Um, if you have not been speaking up when you need to, if you've been looking the other way on things that you're not happy with, it, 
there's a this is about to become a thing in a way that might not have become a thing true in a very long time and and it doesn't necessarily mean um you know don't don't take it as as your ds is failing um take it as an opportunity all right something like this is is the perfect opportunity to to work on filling those cracks you know uh, not letting them get bigger mm -hmm. yeah i think this is a good time to especially if it's depending on how long you for us this has now been five days where we've been home for some people it's yeah. been much longer for some people it hasn't even happened yet so whether it's the separation or it's the together all the time um you don't need to wait for everything to blow up in your face and you to hit peak stress <laughs> to, <laughs> to start this conversation. I think that communication is always the best first step of anything. It should always be ongoing. Right. Um, and I think that if you are either, you realize, you see this on the horizon, it's, it's about to get stressful or mm -hmm. you're already in the middle of it. Um, finding a moment uh, to sit down and talk about it. Um, I've already been thinking about how with all four of us trapped in the house together, how we're going to get alone time. And I know what we're going to do. We're probably going to go for walks, which we have not done in ages. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're probably gonna go for walks one to get a little fresh air and two to be able to chat privately, right? Yeah. To have those conversations. So we don't have our necessarily have our coffee dates anymore. We don't have this and we don't have that. Um, and I think that the first conversation is just to acknowledge that this is going to be hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and that this, and, and to acknowledge what you're going through, for a lot of people, that can be the hardest part, is just to acknowledge that they're stressed out and they're worried. Both dom and sub, but I can see it more in dominant people because they think they have to be strong all the time. They think they have to be in control all the mm -hmm. time. It is not a weakness to admit that you're scared or to admit that you're stressed out or to admit that you're overwhelmed. Um, especially if you are in a, a power exchange where your submissive actively is trying to help with that and actively wants to ease a burden or be of service mm -hmm. um, by admitting it, then you can start talking about what you can do to mitigate those feelings. If you never admit it though, then there's never the room for the conversation of what to do about it. Um, Actually for me, the, the first time that I was in that type of situation and I was actually able to say to you, I, I have reached my limit. I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. It was actually very freeing. That in and of itself took took a huge weight off of my yeah, shoulders. Yeah, because you're walking around holding on to all this worry and all the feelings you have with thinking you have no outlet to express it. And depending on your relationship, I mean, mm -hmm. that that's a huge factor yeah. there. But... You know, if the idea is that this is a some sort of long-term loving relationship that you're trying to be together for a very long time and, and you've already developed enough trust to have the power exchange or maybe been married 20 years and DS just happened 10 minutes ago, but there's a history there and that yeah. that is important to be able to do. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to be perfectly calm about it all the time. <laughs> Uh, I mean, no. that you have to be eloquent about it all the time. <laughs> uh, to my fellow uh, subs who identify more on a little spectrum, doesn't mean you have to be grown up about it all the time. <laughs> but being able to say to your partner, and that's either side of the slash, 
I'm, I'm scared. I'm worried. I'm, I'm freaked mm-hmm. out. I don't, you know, ugh, I feel lost. Like whatever those emotions are. Uh, communication is always, always the key. But um, the stress that you may be feeling or you might be about to feel is added pressure uh, on any relationship. And if the foundation of that relationship was not already strong or strengthening, it's probably not going to be good. Okay. So if your communication skills have been slacking off because you told yourself it didn't matter, you're going to find out that it really does matter because bad habits you have had in good times do not immediately automatically go away when things get tough. And for many people, they actually get exacerbated. You know, the shutting yourself off from other people, the not wanting to admit your own negative emotions, the telling your partner it's fine, it's fine, it's fine when it's not fine. Um, Yeah, I mean, this is for relatively okay relationships. The the situation for some of them will, you know, could be a make or break kind of situation. How will you get through this together? Will you get through this Mm -hmm. together? Um, and that's a reality that's, you know, is sad. I don't know. I, my little optimist baby girl glittery heart's like, no, I don't want anybody to go through heartbreak. Uh, but <laughs> it's just the nature of it. Um, I think in terms of conversations, it's it's beyond just talking about how you feel. I think that's an important first step. And I think you have to keep having those conversations because this is going to play out over months yeah and depending on where you are and what part of the world you live in and where your particular country or state or province or whatever and how they're dealing with it um for some of us we're just at the beginning stages here in in central florida we're at the very beginning stages of this and in some other parts you are in the middle of it um and so that there's going to be plenty more to talk about as this as time goes on um one of the things I do, I have several things. I have so many things on my list. One of the things I do want to talk about is is there is a chance you and your partner will not be on the same page about this. We are very fortunate. We both agree about the level of the threat, about mm-hmm. what we need to do. Yeah. Um, we don't love it. We don't love no. upending our lives, but we both feel a, a sense of personal responsibility of what we need to do, and we are on the same page. Um there's a better than good chance some of y'all are not on the same page and one of you takes the ser- the situation more seriously than the other one the other one one ma- partner may be in denial one partner may be watching news sources that some of us are not and are a little behind on it some people don't watch the news at all and don't even have a clue what's like mm-hmm. we're all at different levels of information consumption and how we feel about these things what i would say is if you are actively at odds on this to the person who does not think this is real um i'm sorry you feel that way because i fundamentally disagree with you but what i would say is if otherwise your relationship is a good relationship and it's one you'd like to salvage and keep Mm -hmm. there is nothing wrong with erring on the side of caution okay if you somehow by some miracle that's not going to occur uh find out that we were all wrong and you were somehow right, maybe you get to say, I told you so in a couple of months. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But in the meantime, if it gives your partner peace of mind and a sense of comfort and security and alleviate stress to socially distance, to stay home, to make the changes you are capable of making, and we are not all capable of making the same level of changes. um, what, What, just like put aside 
whatever that is that's got you resisting a pandemic and, you know, do what's right for the partner, mm-hmm. not some sort of broader thing. Um, that's my personal view. People can take that or leave that. Um, I think most people are, are starting to come around to it. I have, I have family members. I was pretty much convinced we're going to be like out there partying it up and I was going to have to send all kinds of links <laughs> news, <laughs> news sources to, and they're like, no, 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 we're staying home. And I'm like, okay, you've gotten the message. Okay, good. So I think most people are slowly coming around, but there are still some people who are holding out. Yeah. And I know there are going to be people out there who are in a relatively good relationship and they're looking at their partner like, what is wrong with you? Why do you not see this is a big deal? And that's going to be a source of stress. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were that person who's like, whatever, pandemic, pandemic, y'all, just, there's nothing wrong with erring on the side of staying home a little bit. Okay. There's, there's, if you're right, great. I would love for you to be right. And if you're yeah. not right, hopefully nobody is petty enough to tell you that they told you so. Okay, so there we go. It's my uh, PSA for the <laughs> week. Um, in terms of conversations, mm-hmm. you know, if you can already feel the stress and the change happening, especially I'm thinking to that specific message where each partner had their role and had a routine established around their role because one person left and was gone all day long and one person was over here. You know, you're each kind of, remember, interdependent, doing your own thing on behalf of yourself and the relationship and now you're smooshed together and you get to look at one another all day long. Yeah, here's the thing. We, <laughs> we might not be in the same position of that being new, but I can relate to looking at the same person every moment of every day and how you one love that person and also are like could you stop breathing so loud that's a thing that's a thing y'all it's okay actually it's not his breathing it's when he chews his food at lunchtime if i'm not also eating lunch (laughs) the sound of him chewing can send me climbing up the walls so that's on a much smaller level nom 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 Oh my God. Oh my God. The wait. Ah, it's like, stop it. Anyway, that's a little bit of lighthearted humor in a serious situation. I know. Um, so yeah, that's a thing that does happen. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, you're like, well, shit, I'd love to see my person and I cannot. Right. And it, both situations are going to disrupt routines that yeah. you've built mm-hmm. for the life that you had. And now life has shifted temporarily and we don't know what do you do. Um, absolutely sit and have a conversation about, Mm -hmm. okay, things are different now and they may change again in a couple of weeks. Um, how do we need to shift the routines we have, the things that we do, the protocols that we follow, like however your relationship is set up. If let's say it's set up that, um, because you were going to see each other once a week and on that one day of the week, you did this task as a submissive for a dominant, but it was an in-person thing. Um, the conversation you have is, do we want to maintain that? And how can we maintain that in a virtual way? There's no right answer. You can mutually mm-hmm. decide you don't want to maintain that. And you want to do something else. Um, you can mutually decide that you do want to maintain that and you'll use available technology to make that happen. On the other end, um, now you're home all day together and, part, you know, submissives out there. Part of your job was maybe you may, you know, got their lunch ready. You laid their clothes out. You did this, like whatever. And now they don't necessarily need that in the same way. Um, how do you want to change things? Um, th- these are strange times. And 
I think for some people it's a comfort to keep things as normal as possible, and for some people it's very stressful. It is to try be, to keep things as because, normal as possible. Because you know, we as as a people, whether you're you're um, an introvert, whether you're an extrovert, you know, whether you have anxiety, whether you don't, it it is it's change. It is a it, it is a total life change from what we have been used to to what we have. Uh, groomed for ourselves um, you know for me one of the very hard things I I am a hugger I am a handshaker um, and I, I have to you know mentally constantly tell myself I can't do that right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um, it 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 doesn't mean I don't you know as with touch being part of my love language, mm-hmm. you know, that makes it especially hard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, it's a huge adjustment. And, and we, as, as people, don't always like change. Oh, yeah, some of us you are know. very resistant to change. Yeah. You know, there, there are people who embrace it and they're like, yeah, bring it on. Well, you know, I'm, I'm ready for something new. But, you know, change can be difficult because it's something that forces us outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it, it difficult to deal with on, on that level. But, you know, if you try to do your best to look at it as um, something positive, it, it can be a little easier. Um you know, it it's kind of a, a a challenge to step outside that box, and and do something different, do something new. It is, and I think that it, it's okay to acknowledge that struggle. Yeah. Dom or sub, y'all. I think it is is perfectly okay to go. Oh gosh, we have to do things differently, and this is throwing me for a loop, and I'm probably not at my best right now. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And quite frankly, an honest conversation like that. From a personal perspective, I'm going to admire and respect that a lot more than bravado of, I'm fine, I'm fine, when I can clearly see from over here you're not fucking fine. Or, I want to believe that you're fine, and then in a week's time we're both crumbling because I'm over here thinking you were fine, and you're not. So, it's not... It's not a weakness. Either no. side of the slash out. It is not a weakness to admit that this is hard and this is scary and it hurts. I do think that on a personal level, this is just me, take it or leave it, um, it does not do to dwell there. So acknowledging those feelings, um, allowing yourself to feel them in an honest way, yes, go for it, do it. But if you get stuck there, then it's very hard to move forward and find bright spots it's hard Mm -hmm. it's hard to move forward and find your way through in a way that's not perfect but is better than nothing um that i know that's my shiny glittery optimist side i make no apologies for that um (laughs) i also am you know scorpio bitch who's kind of pragmatic sometimes (laughs) and and sitting in the negative feelings and doing nothing helps no one helps no one. It doesn't help you get through this any faster. It actually slows everything down because time will just stand still for you at that point. Um, And that is for the people who can pull themselves out of it. We're not putting people with mental illness on the same playing field. Mm -hmm. This whole situation, if I can't speak for anything other than anxiety and depression because those are two things I'm familiar with. The COVID-19 coronavirus 
ain't good for nobody but who when you've got those one of those two issues is really not good and mm. it is going to be even more difficult to just pull yourself up because your brain is working against you your own mind is fighting you on that um so that that little bit of tough love is not directed at people dealing with that um that is when it becomes even more important to lean on a partner uh, as long as that's a good relationship, that is already understanding of that situation and understands that you have to deal with that. And if you both deal with that, then the more you can do to support each other, the better. Still imperfect, yeah. but better. Um, so the other thing I think that I just want to give permission, validation, like whatever, whatever people need. It's okay during this time if your DS slides a little bit. I mean, I know lots of people, usually submissives, because that's who I hear from the most, but it happens to everybody. I know lots of people who will sort of berate themselves and, and mentally beat themselves up because they can't keep up the standard of what they've always done in times of high stress mm -hmm. and when life gets crazy. And that's true when it's not a pandemic. Right, okay? yeah. <laughs> like that, we're at another that's, level of stress that's, here, that's just that's, that's true in, in just the normal stress yeah. of day-to-day -day life. Y'all, I mean, for some people, maintaining a strict power exchange and protocols and routines, even if you have to adjust them, is going to be very comforting. And for others, that's going to be very stressful. Okay, so knowing yourself and having these conversations with your partner or partners to determine what works best for mutually for you both is the first step of all of this. But if the answer is, you know what, we're, we're just not going to worry about all the things we've been doing for a while and give ourselves space to breathe a little bit, that is valid. You are still a power exchange couple. You are still mm -hmm. DS if you were, even when you were not actively practicing specific DS rules that you set for yourself or routines that you set for yourself. Um, what I have noticed um, in the past, when you and I have sort of lightened things up because life got stressful, and yeah. I've, I've sort of witnessed this with, with friends of ours, is that for some people, the moment they take the pressure off that they have to perform these specific acts and they go, you know what, we're just gonna, we're just gonna calm it down. We're just gonna yeah. exist for a while and get through this moment. Some things start coming out almost naturally. Like it wasn't a rule that, oh, we did this recently. We have a, an oscillating fan in our bedroom because yes. that bedroom is weird and airflow is an issue and I have uh, hot flashes now. Hi, thanks. Um, <laughs> And for the longest time, you always turned on the oscillating fan. Yes. And I just started, because I was thinking, I'm going to be helpful. I started turning on the fan most nights. Now, I was teased for a while. Why are you doing my job? I was like, I was trying to be fucking helpful as you're <laughs> fucking submissive, but whatever. Because <laughs> I know how to speak with a very submissive tone. Yes. Um, <laughs> see previous episode on Sam's. <laughs> I can't wait till we it's have a private sometimes. bedroom again. <laughs> gonna pay i'm gonna pay you have a year's worth of pain to make up <laughs> it was one of those moments where i wasn't told i had to do a thing i saw an just, opportunity to help to, to, to do something and serve and and, and that's because that fits it, my yes. personality right like right. i'm a service sub and it fits my personality to do things for my partner that I think help them in some way. And so, you know, the next first time you forget to turn on that fan, I'm going to call you to the carpet. I know. See, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to talk about how we did not actually negotiate that as a rule. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, no. See previous episode on... <laughs> Sam's and Sassy's. Oh, you just keep digging yourself deeper, girl. <laughs> anyway, 
Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So that that is something that you might find, um, depending on how you're wired for power exchange and how you relate to your partner and how much you get to be with your partner. You know, by taking by re- releasing that pressure and taking the pressure off of both of you to perform a certain your kink in a certain way, you may slip into things or find opportunities that you weren't seeing before because what mm-hmm. you were doing is really focused on your list of things you needed to do, and that list is kind of gone. And you know, for a couple of days, you might be like, "Oh, I don't do anything. Ooh, this is weird." And then, <laughs> because your life is changing in a in in the situation where you're together, the needs change. And sometimes, when you're so focused on trying to do what you've always done, you won't see other opportunities. Same is true if you're if you're separated in ways you haven't been separated before. Like you could always mm-hmm. count on a weekend trip or a once a month trip or whatever. And now you can't necessarily count on that. You may see other opportunities that you couldn't see before because we're, most of us are very routine oriented. Not everybody, but many of us. Most people, yeah. And once we get into a routine, that's kind of what we see. It uh, can be difficult to take a step back and look at the broader picture and go, wait, there's other opportunities here. This whole situation may throw you into that and your eyes may open to things that maybe were always a thing and you never saw or they're just new opportunities because life is different like for some people they're now working from home or sadly do not have hours to work and they're home together and they're there's going to be different needs than the person who's off commuting to work every day uh in other cases it may be that the submissive partner is the one who has to go to work because they work in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Oh, power to you. Um, or you have that job where they're not closing. And if you don't go, you don't get paid and have thoughts on that. But you're making those decisions that you have to make. And you're the submissive. And it, maybe you're working longer hours because of it. Maybe you're barely able to come home. Maybe you're just in a, a higher stress situation because you want to be staying home and isolating and you're having to go out there in public every day. And the needs of that DS dynamic may shift and your dominant partner may go, wait, you don't need to be worried about all these protocols we have right now. Let's figure out some other things in other ways. And I mean, there's just, there's a lot of uh, ways that people's lives are impacted. And it, I, our DS is just naturally going to be impacted by that as well. I mean, because it's part of, for many of us, it's part of our life. It is, mm-hmm. even if you're not 24-7, even if you're not, you know, with your partner all the time and everything you do is about your DS, there's still an impact because our entire lives have, are upended. Yeah. And I think it's perfectly valid to go, you know what, this fucking sucks. And we gotta, something has to give because I'm, every day I'm becoming more overwhelmed, you know? Um, and so I go back to that very first point. You're going to have to communicate. You're going to have to mm-hmm. talk. And you might have to get creative in how you communicate. If you are forced apart from your partner in ways that you have never been before, I've been watching on Twitter. On one level, Twitter has been highly educational. And on another, <laughs> it is highly stressful. Um, but I've been watching tweets go out from people who are healthcare workers And in order to keep their family safe, they are like living in the hospital where they work or they're at a hotel and not coming home or they're they're distancing themselves from their family so they can keep working and also keep their family safe. That is essentially a long distance relationship at that point. And you may find yourself in that situation. And I'm going to tell you to reach out to your LDR friends and go, how do we do this? Because Mm -hmm. technology will be your, it still sucks. It will, it will never be perfect until no. we're back to mostly normal, but it's, but, but it will still be your, your, your next best friend. 
Exactly. Exactly. And if you are stuck at home together and you hate the sound of their chewing, DM me. Okay, just DM me. I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. <laughs> <clears throat> I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. Um, so, yeah. Um, and there are many more things to say, but in terms of DS, I think we'll TLDR it. Mm-hmm. If there were things you were ignoring in your relationship, they're about to come out. They're about to come out full force. Yeah. An inability to communicate, about to come out. Resentments you've been holding onto, about to come out. Because you have extra stress and pressure and people tend to, I don't want to say crack under that, but when you feel that pressure, those things are, you. it's harder to sweep them under the rug, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, communication is always the first step. Um, communicate your feelings. Mm-hmm. Communicate... Um, yeah, what fe- is working? What isn't working? Feelings, feelings are very, very important. I, I, I saw something this morning on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Um, somebody was talking about um, how they can validate other people's feelings, but totally enable to validate their own. Mm. And like, no, everyone's, you know, ev- everybody feels something. Mm-hmm. Okay, one way or another. Um, and everybody's feelings are valid. Yeah, you they know. might not always be rooted in um, logic. <laughs> those feelings might come out of nowhere and not be based mm-hmm. on the reality in front of you, but those feelings exist and they have to be dealt with. Yeah. The thing that uh, my therapist used to tell me a lot is you keep pushing shit down. Okay, I'm paraphrasing. He was more professional than that. But basically, you keep pushing shit down, it's going to come out. Somewhere. Way. Yeah. And so that's why I say that the things that were already problems in your relationship before that you have not been dealing with and you knew you needed to be dealing with, I'm looking at you, whoever you are, you know who you mm-hmm. are. They're going to come out in different ways now because you've yeah. got a lot of added strain in life in general, regardless of how this is impacting you. Even those of us who are not uh, most obviously impacted, we work from home. We are. Well, this is not new for us. We, uh, quite frankly... It's kind of nice to stay home and not go anywhere, um, <laughs> except that the choice has been taken away. Sure. Um, but even even we are feeling some level of strain and stress because it's the nature of what the fuck's going right. on, right? right. Um, and everybody has different worries that they're mm-hmm. grappling with based on their unique situation. And if you've been pushing stuff down and if you continue to push stuff down and you don't talk about your feelings and you don't talk about your fears and you, you don't deal with that, it's coming out eventually and it will not come out in a healthy way. The stuff we push down does not spring forth and just blossom in this great way that makes us feel like a good human being. No, 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 no. And it just doesn't dissipate and, right, and no. fade away over time. And you can no. keep telling yourself you are ignoring it and it's, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. You are lying to yourself. So says my therapist. So that's yeah. my therapist, my unnamed therapist advice. Um, <laughs> co- constant communication is key. Yeah. Um, I think ch- forgiving yourself for not being able to keep up with your old DS routine is paramount. I think changing things up is fine. I think letting DS slide for a while, fine. Whatever will work for you. Um, if you are in a newly must be distant for a while thing, the, the long distance relationship tools will be your friend. Everything technological that you can do, do it. Um, phone sex, definitely your friend. Um, I used to get, and of course this was in happier times, so it's a different feel right than right now, 
But I used to get a little thrill when I'd get a text message or an email or whatever from you Mm. with some random order, you know, go do this, (laughs) go do that. And um, for the record, if you were like newly practicing kind of LDR kind of techniques because of all of this, um, you do have to be realistic that just because you told them right then and there to go drop their drawers and send a picture of their junk to you. Uh, it may not always be It doesn't, it doesn't happen spot. right when right, you ask right, for right. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lessons learned there from yeah. 18 months in an LDR. Um, but I just think truly the biggest thing is just acknowledging that this is hard and not trying to put mm. on a brave face all the time. And it's hard for each of us in our own way I would you know I, I'm lurking on Twitter which is not always great to do and one of the things this was I had a little rant this morning I'm not gonna go on the rant because one I've had enough coffee but two <laughs> I understand it so a lot of people on Twitter at least are are work either working from home or they've been sent home they're, they're not working at all and they're home and people are talking about all of these things that they're gonna do now because they're at home and on one level, I'm I'm happy for them. First of all, I think anybody who can find a distraction that makes them happy in times of stress, you're my people. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. If anxiety is too high, I cannot. When my mind is kind of like, okay, we're fine. I can't. And I, I recognize that. And those are my people. Um, as somebody who was already home and who is, I'm my concern is, oh my gosh, will my clients be here? And will I still have this work in a month or two? That's an unknown. I can't let myself worry about it. I'm like looking at some of these going, well, I wish I could do that. I wish I could binge some Netflix shows. I got to sit in this little corner. Y'all, I'm very blessed. Okay. (laughs) I have not so far, Knockwood, not had a client go, "Mm, we can't do this anymore. Like Mm -hmm. I am fine, but I get it. It's for some of us, our lives haven't changed and yet, and it's like, but, but I want, I want what they have or our lives are changing in different ways. I mean, we about to have to figure out how to make sure these children get their education online. And I always said I was not a homeschool person for yeah. a reason. Like I commend parents who can homeschool their children or can be really involved mm-hmm. in their education. I'm not that person. So my stress level will probably dramatically increase once spring break is over. So yeah. there's levels to all of this and there are unique situations to all of this, and we are all gonna come at this in our own time. And as partners, you're gonna hit these realizations and your stress levels and your peaks and your lows at different times. You are not always gonna be mm-hmm. on the same page about it. We are, you and I are basically in tune on a lot of things, and I'm having to realize that that's not always gonna be the case. No, it's not. Because I, I know that if a client drops work down, I'm gonna react differently than you're gonna react. Yeah. Right. I know that when it comes to dealing with the children getting an online education, I'm going to be dealing with it differently than you're going to be dealing with it. And that's another thing to factor in. So these conversations that you need to have and the changes in your routines Mm -hmm. and the tools you use to get through and to connect. And this is an ongoing process. This is not a one and done. This is not a one and done because the pandemic is an ongoing process that could be months and months in the making. And I've got to stop reading the news because every time I do, the news is worse and I am more stressed out. <laughs> I'm more stressed out about it all. Do I need to take your phone again? It's probably, I'd probably get more work done yeah. if you would. Yeah. Um, I also think that if you are a little bit like me and you have this optimistic glittery side, be your optimistic glittery self. I mean, know your audience, but like... 
I like I am that really annoying person that likes to find silver linings. I do not attribute other people's misery and find silver linings for them. That's gross. I always find silver linings for myself. So the kids are out of school through minimum April 15th. Mm-hmm. I don't have to drive children to school until at least April 15th. I get to sleep in. That's an extra hour yeah. that I get back in my day. That does not mean I'm grateful that there's like tragedy going on in the world, but that's a silver lining I found. I was like, look, I can find mm-hmm. this bright spot in this otherwise really stressful. Way. If you have that personality, lean on that personality. If you have a partner mm-hmm. with that personality, lean on that. Because sometimes that can be helpful. Now, when my anxiety spikes, and it will, give it a moment, I will not be able to do that. I won't. I won't. If I hit a depressive low, um, have diagnosed with bipolar disorder, if I hit a depressive low, I will not. Okay, I will lay in the bed and not move and go, why Why do things even matter? And that will be me for however long. Um, but when you can find those moments, I encourage it because we got to find our, our own path forward to get through this. Oh, excuse me. Um, and I got for, got for clump there. Um, <laughs> and I, yes, this white girl from the South knows that word. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, go with the, the positive parts of your personality. So for all of us yeah. optimist, glittery people out there, mm-hmm. I see you. I totally see you. And if you do not have that personality but are not completely annoyed by those of us who are, come sit next to me. It's fine. It's fine. I, I, this is where, and we can't talk about it yet because he and I haven't had the private conversation, but I have so many thoughts about how we can be with our community more. And if, if I'm the only bright glittery spot in your fucking life, I want to be here for you. I'm, I'm, you piqued my curiosity. I have thoughts. I couldn't sleep last night, you see. (laughs) I had thoughts. So there is so much more we can talk about. Um, with this, um, oh, I do want to, cause I see how long my notes are. I see that. They were really long. I do want to take a moment. I do want to take a moment. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not used to my notes being this long. I missed half a page, y'all. <laughs> um, I do want to talk, take a moment that, um, it's, um, we talked about that virtual plans. We kind of stuck together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sound of their chewing. If that's, I totally get you. Um, Let's <laughs> let me say it real quick. If you are the type of person who needs your alone time and being with people, including your own partner, all the time is uh, driving you crazy. Hi, I love you. We're not like that because we already live together. <laughs> but I, I get it. As an introvert, I totally get it. Your DS is not failing because you just need some alone time. Yeah, okay. No. So. We will probably talk more about these things going forward because Mm -hmm. this is going to be a long-term thing. Um, But let me put that out there. If you have already spent like a week together and you're like, oh my Lord, I just need five minutes to myself. That's valid. Yeah. Um, I think you need do need to talk about it with your partner and say, how can I carve out 30 minutes an hour? It it might be just being in the bedroom by yourself. Exactly. That's that's what I was just going to say. You know, yes. Like she keeps saying we're always together. Always. (laughs) But you know, there, there are times she needs Mm -hmm. moments to herself. She'll go off to the bedroom, close her door and, and sit there with her phone. Mm -hmm. All right. I've done, I do the same thing. I know. You know, all, all, all the stuff going on out here. I'll go to the bedroom. I'll close the door and, I wander in and go, where did you go? go. <laughs> you left me. He was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I did. did. 
The only time it's hurt my feelings, and I don't know why this hurt my feelings, because it wasn't about me. You were like, I could not listen to another one of your videos. I could not listen. Yeah. <laughs> and I was offended. I was like, what? But that's valid. Okay. And so take it from people who are together already, even when we're not in really stressful times. It is normal and natural if that's how you feel. You are not like yes. it's not the end times of your relationship. <laughs> no. Um, try to carve that out. Talk about it. Be honest with each other. Like, look, I love you so much. I just need some time to myself. I'm gonna mm. go in this room, shut the door. Can I just have it? If you are able to, maybe take a walk. Right. Like, get some fresh air. Yeah. As long as you've got six feet of distance between you and the next person, maybe you can do that. Not everybody can do that, but if you can, try that. Or just go sit out on like your front porch if you have that access. So that's the other side. The other thing, and I always forget because I'm not this person, um, my extrovert friends out there, I, I see you, I love you, I don't understand you, but I, I see you and I love you. Um, I think lean on your online spaces. If you are feeling cut off and you're like, I need to talk to people, online kink communities, online communities, like whatever you're into, gaming, cooking, mm-hmm. whatever, as long as they're not toxic, like gross Facebook groups. Um, not all Facebook groups, but some of them are. We all know. Lean on that. Like, go and have conversations. Because especially if it's an extrovert and an introvert paired together, you are going to drive each other crazy at some point. Maybe not today. Maybe not for the first month. But there will come a point where the introvert's like, I love you. Go away. And the extrovert's like, I love you. Why won't you talk to me? Right? Like, I, <laughs> I feed off that energy. Um, so that is another thing to consider in times like this this is why online spaces are actually really great for both introverts and extroverts and ambiverts because you get different energy kind of feels from it at different times Mm -hmm. um but needing that alone time don't be afraid of it um if you don't if you go too long without getting it if you're the type of person who does need it it's another like push down thing that will come out there you'll Mm -hmm. you will be in an argument you don't even know why you're arguing about that thing And it could just be because you have not had alone time in weeks and weeks and weeks. So if you can, and I say this as somebody who was a single mom for a few years and did not think that I would ever get something called alone time again. The best time of my day was when those children were in bed asleep and it was just me and my laptop. Um, I say this is somebody who now we were together all the time. And by regularly taking a 30 minute thing here, an hour there to be apart, it's easier to come back together. It is going to be more difficult in these high stress times. It's going to be more difficult in these high stress times. I get it. But prioritizing these parts of what you need in your relationship for the relationship to survive will help the relationship. And if the relationship that you have is stable and steady because you're communicating, because you're finding new ways and new methods, that will or may help you stay a little bit calmer with everything else going on because think about it when one part of our life blows up it can feel like every other part of our life starts blowing up but when one part of our life is really good that can become the bright spot to help us manage all the other stress so if you can get or keep or maintain your ds relationship in a way that is healthy for both of you it may help you navigate whatever life is about to throw Mm -hmm. at us that is there. Yeah. Good? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there is plenty more to say about this. I don't sure, want every sure. single um, episode to be about this. We are going to try and do fun stuff too. Yeah. Um, I am absolutely that person that believes in finding 
well, I already said bright spots, but laughter. Um, my family, we are from a long line of people who will go to a funeral and crack a crack a dark joke and get everybody laughing. <laughs> Gallows humor is totally our thing. Well, you, I, um, you know, humor, it's important to yeah, it, it ha- helps keep a sense of humor. In, in, yeah, so yeah. I, I don't want anybody to think that if I'm laughing and joking that I don't take any of the rest of this seriously. I do. I just, I need laughter to get through stuff. And so going to share that with other people. <laughs> I, I, I just have to say, Eva was just saying that, you know, Starbucks doesn't stay open. That would totally be the end of the world. And and I agree with her. Um, you know, we did sneak through Starbucks drive through yeah. yesterday. As long as we can still do it and it feels responsible to do every yeah. several days. Partly, you know, part of that's I want to, I want, if businesses are open, I want to make sure that those businesses are getting business so the people yeah. who work there can still like have a job um but also i'm selfish i want a, a starbucks if i feel like i can do mm-hmm. it in a safe way i'm not walking right. over to that store no no not doing it um but i'll go through the drive-thru mm-hmm. um we've already talked about we're gonna order uh dinner in tomorrow, tomorrow thursday and i think while while we can as long as we can like if i start losing client work well then we won't but while we can we'll probably do that regularly um, while restaurants are open well, to help to help again to help support some of the local businesses because when you're stuck at home it's like oh if you can afford to have a treat like that it breaks up the monotony too mm-hmm. I mean our you and I are very simple at basic at cooking we can cook and we can yeah. follow a recipe and we can make good food but we get tired of our own damn cooking and so yeah. we are fortunate to be in the position we can order out and mm-hmm. so we will try to do that yeah so and that's a both for selfish reasons and because, you know, I'd like those restaurants to still exist when all of this is over. Exactly. Yeah. So I think we all have to find our own way through this. Mm-hmm. I think that if you are in a DS relationship, whether you're living together and you're forced to live together right now, or you are being separated by all of this, um, you, we have to find our own way through. But I think open communication and honesty is the best way forward. Um, in relationships that are relatively healthy. So, mm. yeah. So we're going to do a um, bonus, bonus section. Bonus section, absolutely. Because of course we are. Yeah. That's who we yeah. are. That's what we do. That's exactly it. And yeah. there we go. Right. Okay. Well, are we good? I don't know. I, my brain's still not quite functioning. I know. I, I, need, I need more coffee. Well, that's always a given for both of us. I know. Mm. All right. Okay. Ready? Exactly. Mm, Keep Keep it kinky, kinky, y'all, and we'll see you next week. Toddy. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets? No, I'm going to talk to the crickets first. Okay, I'll I'll scroll through the live stream comments. There you go. Okay. There you go. So, it's it's been a, a... this time of the year here in in Florida where we live, it's it's our spring, yeah. I guess you would say, and and the oak trees and pine trees have been in full bloom, and it has just been miserable for me. Yeah, I don't even think I have allergies, but this year I have allergies. Yeah, Ugh. I mean my uh, my eyes are like they they're they're trying to pretend it's not, they're Niagara Falls. I mean they are just so watery and. And, uh, you know, I, I have a black car and, uh, at the moment it's buttercup yellow. I was going to say, you don't have a black car right now. No. <laughs> I have a white car right now. It's buttercup yellow. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, uh, you know, the weather here is, is nice for us. It's, it's been warmish, but it would be beautiful weather that most people would have their windows open and I would be dying. Oh yeah. Our windows open. Oh yeah, for sure. But you say we're probably close to that being done, we're, right? Oh, believe me, every time we go outside, I'm looking Check. at the trees in the backyard and I'm thinking, okay, well, that tree is done. That tree is in midway, mid-bloom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching I kind of <laughs> like that you have that background in landscaping and uh, yard work because you can you know this stuff. Because I'd be like, oh, there are trees there. Yeah. <laughs> That's about all I know. Um. So... Oh, we need to figure out what our emoji of the week yeah. is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> with everything going on, does everybody know the person emoji where they're shrugging? Like, eh, that one. Because, quite frankly, that's all we that's can do. Much, I'm yeah, watching just... the live stream chat, <laughs> and people are talking about how certain things on certain shelves and stores are empty. And somebody yeah. said, dairy-free milk, gone. Soap, bar soap, still there. And I do wonder, like, wait, yeah. are y'all? Like, the run on on soap and antibacterial stuff, I'm like, were you not washing yourselves before? We did buy a little bit of extra soap. Yes, and we are and gonna I, need more soap soon. And that was you know. actually way before this. Yeah, actually got real serious. Yeah, but right. And I was so glad we had already. We buy um, toilet paper from Sam's Club. Um, it's probably every three months that we need yeah. to. It'll be more now because the boys will be home every day. But it, like, like one of those big, huge packs of Charmin lasts about three months, maybe a little bit longer. And we don't need toilet paper right now. But I'm like. I hope it's there when I do need it. Mm-hmm. I mean, whoo, we went down, our local grocery stores, Publix, love them. Wish I could eat their sandwiches because their sandwiches are amazing. Um, <laughs> and uh, we go into Publix to do some grocery shopping. We're like, okay, we have enough to get through a couple weeks. Let's make sure we have some staples to just get through a little bit longer. No panic buying, just like buy some extra stuff. Kids will be home, blah, blah, blah. And we could, we thought, well, maybe we'll at least be able to buy paper towels. Yeah. We, we didn't need toilet paper. We weren't panic buying toilet paper. We walked down that aisle. There was one box, one box of little single Kleenex tissues left on that. And that whole was it. Aisle. Yeah. Yep. I was like, yep. wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping we're not going to go to the grocery store until we absolutely need more than like one item. Can't live without kind of stuff starts to run out. Like when we run out of heavy cream, I'm going to the store, y'all. Oh, yeah. Because that's what goes in my coffee. Um, but, we'll, you know, we'll make it a trip worth going out for. And I'm hoping that there's toilet paper on the shelf. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. Somebody also mentioned in the, um, yay, in the live stream, we're getting the shrug yep. emojis. Um, in the live stream, somebody mentioned truckers out there. And one of the clients yeah. I write for, the site that I write for is a is a in the trucking industry, and so I've just the other day was writing some stuff, and you know I I like to think I think about truckers because my uncle my great uncle was a trucker, my dad was a trucker tempor- for a short time, um, and so I like to think about them. But I was doing some research on some articles about how things have changed for them because on mm-hmm. the one hand there are supplies that desperately need to be transported around the country and around North America in general. Um, And truckers are going to be the ones who do that. But on the other hand, there will be supply chain disruptions. Imports will slow down like from China, like there's all this stuff that's going to happen. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. There's, 
Like there's been some, like I know stuff I don't even know what I know because I, to all you truckers out there, I do not want to uh, insult you with my sad bit of uh, information (laughs) and intelligence on this, but like their hours of service thing has changed with what they're allowed to drive in a day. Like, because Mm -hmm. we need people to transport those goods. I saw a picture of, it was a paper goods, um, like manufacturer, they make toilet paper and clean it, not Kleenex, but tissues, toilet paper and like paper towels. And the line of trucks pulled up on the highway to get in to then take the delivery to take the shipment out to wherever they're going. The picture couldn't even grasp the length of this line. Wow. Yeah. It was like, please bring us some toilet paper here in yeah. central Florida. Thanks. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, the, the nice thing now according to the stores they say they are going to start um you know you can only get one you know like they have to do with the water here on right. during hurricane season you know you can only buy two cases at a and time so that was the thing that i you know and it's funny because i absolutely understand people stocking up on things like toilet paper somebody was saying in the live stream there's mm-hmm. like many many girls in that household so yeah. hygiene products and go through toilet mm-hmm. paper quick i totally get it but i was watching video footage of people who were like Buying hundreds of rolls of toilet tissue. Yeah. I was like, y'all, 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 calm down. I would like to go, actually, I'd like to go to Sam's and buy one more of our big Sherman thing. That will last us three months. It'll be fine. I just hope it's there when we go. Hmm. Um, Let's see. Yeah, coffee creamers. People are talking about coffee creamers in the, the live stream. We, I almost couldn't buy heavy cream i know it was there mm-hmm. it was just like really depleted it's like oh all the keto people got here um and yeah all the flavored creamers were fine but those are just like technically you gotta you gotta keep them in the fridge or whatever do you have to i don't know because they're f- so full of like things that are <laughs> not natural <laughs> chill stable um yeah when we that was my confusion with people yeah. stocking up at the grocery store like the the staples of keeping a family fed for a couple of weeks mm. were not out at the time it's probably different now yeah. so like there was still plenty of there was plenty of milk there was plenty of eggs there was plenty of like peanut butter like all these and but it was other weird things the mm. bananas y'all we went to the produce section the kids had specifically said mom bring home bananas there was not a banana in that store no, when we I, went I have to be honest I, like, I, I, was, I was I was a little shocked with that the produce section was pretty well depleted White. too the salad stuff yeah um, you know and and you know yeah it, it's great you know eat vegetables are good for you but they have a very short shelf life yeah so yeah. I don't know, but you know, in 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 other things too, I I ventured out yesterday. Um, things are moving forward still with the house. Yes, that's and, our other news. And uh, yesterday was our home inspection. Yes, and the home inspector did not want to shake hands. I was like, yep. right on. Yep. Thank you for that, dude. He 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 basically had the same sentiment as me when when I met him at the house. He was already there when I pulled up. And uh, he was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm normally a handshaker, but, you know, in light of things, just trying to be cautious. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm, I feel you, dude. And uh, I let him do his thing. I kind of did my thing and wandered the house and, mm-hmm. and looked a little deeper into it, looked at uh, some electrical outlet placings and... For your... For garage shop, shop. Yes. yeah it was 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, took some measurements and... Yeah, for some things we need to change. Saying some things that need to be changed and make sure things are going to fit and yeah. things like that. But um, all, all went very well with the with the home inspection just waiting to get the report back now yeah and, and then um, the appraisal will be ordered from the bank yeah i think other than whatever the processes for the actual mortgage company i think the appraisal is the only thing left that's it yeah because we've submitted every I mean, unless they come mm. back and want another piece of paper uh, we have submitted everything they asked for. Correct. We have signed, e-signed, I'm loving that. I yes. have not actually sat face-to-face -face mm -hmm. with anybody but the realtor at this point. Um, we've e-signed everything we're supposed to e-sign. Like, mm -hmm. And we have a closing date that's like at the end of April, but I would imagine if we get everything done early, we can have an earlier closing. The house is not is vacant, so... You know, it's not like people need the extra time to get themselves fully moved out. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, no, there's just a few pieces of furniture in there. Nobody's been in there for for a while. Yeah, no, yeah, they left that there just for staging, and yeah. I, I don't blame them. It help. It did help. Yeah. I mean, I was able to go. Yeah. Oh, our couch and love seat or whatever will fit here. Okay, mm -hmm. cool, cool, cool. So, yeah. yeah, and we have you know tried to be very realistic about this. Several people asked, "Oh my gosh, are you still gonna be able to buy the house with?" with COVID-19 and I'm like well as long as the banks are still willing to loan money then yes mm -hmm. there's there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to because nothing has dramatically changed in our situation knock right. on wood please stay that way yes um but the thing we have realistically talked about is the stuff we want to have done the, the little bit of work we want to have done might be delayed because there people may not be working they may close down a business then you know there there might be reasons so that is something that we have had to sort of you know, just sort of admit to ourselves this is that could happen. That could slow things down. Um, but that doesn't mean we're not looking online at all the things we want to potentially do to the house or yeah. put in that office that I cannot wait for the office mm -hmm. tour that we're totally mm -hmm. gonna do. We're totally gonna yeah. do an office tour. Um, I had I was talking to somebody. I think it was on our Patreon live stream uh, last weekend um, about how we'll have to I have to make sure that I get pictures or video footage of what it looks like before do a before and so after. there's a before yeah. and, so you can see what what changes yeah. we really made mm -hmm. um but yeah having an office having an i know office. that's that's gonna that that i think is one of the things i'm looking forward to most of all because you know we between her desk my desk and and all the lighting equipment and mm -hmm. <laughs> recording equipment um that we share with the living room um you know we're not able to utilize the living room <laughs> No. As it's meant to be. So, um, no, yeah. for sure. And so here's the, here's the thing. If anybody was wondering, we've talked about how these children are home right now. Well, where the hell are they? We said you need to sleep in. And mm -hmm. if you wake up, you just lay in the bed and you scroll on your device of choice. And that's going to be our reality over the next several weeks too. But right. once we have the office, we just close the doors. Yeah. And they can close their doors. And they'll probably hear, so, still hear something, but not like, at all at the same length the, uh, the way they hear it now and ah! mm -hmm. of course as somebody did say at the top of this episode uh just wait till we have a bedroom where people can't 
the kids can't hear us anymore. I'm in so much trouble. Yes, 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 I, yes. Oh, Lauren has said y'all can have a coffee bar. Yes, we actually. Yeah. So I have on my, is it under my, is it my Caleb Pinterest or is it my, under my legal name Pinterest? I don't know. I have two Pinterest accounts, y'all. I don't remember which Pinterest account, but I have a board that is all about coffee bars and coffee setups. Mm -hmm. And for right now, it's um, going to be kind of a temporary one. The kitchen, we know long term, like not this year at all, not even probably next year. We're going to remodel the kitchen. There's an, kind of an unnecessary wall that sort of blocks it all in. Mm -hmm. And we will probably take, and it's not a load-bearing wall, and we'll probably take open down, that out, yeah. open it out and make create a bar. And we will probably make part of that bar the coffee bar because we have a Keurig and, we have this and that. But yeah, I've got a Pinterest board of coffee bar ideas, and I will never be able to do all of them, but I like looking at yeah. them. Yeah, but yeah, um, totally what, a coffee bar, y'all. We, we, <laughs> this was one of the first things I thought of. The, the, the kitchen has a little spot off one corner that it designates it as an eat-in kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great for two people. If right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Not for if, four. If, if you're just two people, but if you're a family, it, it ain't going to work. And I was looking in the corner, and she's like, well, what are you looking at over there so intently? I'm like, I'm looking to see where what power outlets are over here. And she was like, what? And I said, you know, this would be per this would be the perfect spot to, to get one of those little island things. And even though it's not going to be an island, it's going to be in its own little corner here. And, um, you know, put this here in the corner. You've got plenty of power. And, and we just set up all our coffee station. And it'll yeah. give us our, our counter space back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like there's a whole section right now next to the refrigerator. I'm looking at it right now <laughs> on our counter that is just coffee. There's the Keurig. Mm -hmm. There's two containers of ground coffee. There's syrups. Yeah. There's all the scoops and the little, we use reusable K-cups. Um, so, stevia. Uh, the stevia, yeah. And, and it's right next to the refrigerator because you open the refrigerator and there's the heavy cream or right, whatever cream right. we're using. Yeah, so of course y'all know we have like the coffee situation figured out. Mm -hmm. Oh, and somebody said in the live chat, what do you 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 had to tell your kids to stay in the bedroom? The ten year old, they both the moment they wake up they're hungry, so they immediately just like wander out and want to in eat in search of food. Um, yes, but the youngest, the ten year old, he is still kind of an early riser, so he, and he will pop up and they have chores they have to do. See, we we don't run a tight ship, but I like to pretend we do. So <laughs> uh, when they are home and it's not a school day, like you know, regular home, they get up, they get themselves breakfast. Mm -hmm. um, they have chores they have to do before they can even contemplate getting on the internet. Right. Today I was like, dude, just roll over, grab yeah. your iPad, start that's, scrolling that's, like the rest of that's us. That's kind of been a longstanding uh, yeah. rule with us per se. Before yeah. they can get on their stuff and go about their day, they need to do their chores. Yeah. On, and on weekends and summertime. With yeah. the youngest, we make him take time either at the very beginning of his day or somewhere in the middle of the day where he needs to be reading or be outside right. or not be on a screen. But right now, with everything going on and the fact that they are about to be doing online school in whatever form that's going to occur, I'm, and it's spring break. There's spring breaks. There are Christmas breaks. Not their summer breaks so much because that's just a long time, but those yeah. shorter, like week, two week long breaks, I'm like, let your eyeballs melt with your screen time. I don't care. It's fine. This is your vacation because mm -hmm. I know as an adult, if I could get a solid week off where I did nothing, which at this point is very rare, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do what I enjoy doing and I'm right. going to be a lump. So I'm going to let the kids be a lump. They'll be fine. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it's like, just, just do what, what adults everywhere in the world are doing 
open an eye, roll over, grab your device, roll back over in bed and just scroll. So yeah, that is, uh, so yeah, the house is moving forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. is there anything else? I don't think so. Don't it's think it's so. kind of been, I don't think so. It. Um, you it's know. Been, yeah, it's been quiet because we're all, we're all going through, you know, the yeah, pandemic yeah. together. So yeah, I mean, we, we haven't been doing a whole lot. We haven't had our coffee dates. Um, <sighs> I know. That's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yes. Yes, we'll, we will. we'll adjust and we'll figure it out. We always do. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm, I mean, for me, I've been spending a little more time in the shop. Yeah. Because I don't have to stop in the afternoon to go fetch boys and start dinner. I can kind of work till dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and I, um, I'm letting myself sleep in and I'm letting myself kind of ease into my mornings. Mm-hmm. Not, not this morning during a live stream before I've had enough coffee. Not this morning at all. But the other mornings I've been like, I had cramps yesterday and I felt miserable and I didn't start my work day till 11. Now it meant I did not end my work day until 8.30, but I did, you know, I did give myself that break. And so I have yeah. that luxury. So I'm using that luxury. I'm, I'm somewhat more of a creature habit than her, even though I don't have to. I've been kind of getting up at the same time. Yeah. Just because I like my... Uh, With your alarm going off and waking me up. Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck alarm is that my alarm no that's i have an hour okay (laughs) except last night and i you know it's weird i think of this as an anxiety thing but i've been listening to and talking to people who are um going through both perimenopause which i'm starting to have a sneaking suspicion i'm easing into and menopause and they all say this happens to them so i don't know if it's an anxious thing if we're just all anxious or if it's if it's a hormone change thing but I, not only do I wake up burning the fuck up, like just like the sun is blazing out of every appendage I have. Um, I have not had total night sweats yet. I've not like made the bed wet with my mom warned me that that is coming. Um, but I also now wake up in the middle of the night convinced I have not set the alarm, convinced it's like some anxious thought will wake me up in the middle of the night and I will be unable to go back to sleep. And then when I do like drift back off, I wake up multiple more times with that same anxious thought. And for me, it is always the alarm that I have not set the alarm, that the alarm is not set for the correct time. Like always, always, always. And so I always thought, oh, I'm just really anxious, obviously. Uh, it's been going on for a few months, so it's not just right now that it's happened. But like I said, I've sort of observed and lurked in conversations with people who are perimenopausal and menopausal. I'm like, no, no, this happens to me too. So I'm like, is is it my hormones? Is it my anxiety? Is it a combination? Because that sucks. Uh, but that's what happened to me last night. I convinced my, it was, first of all, it took me forever to go to sleep. It was probably after midnight before I finally drifted off. And y'all, we go to bed between 10 and 10.30. Um, and so it took me forever to drift off. And then I woke up at some point, no clue what time. I am blind without my glasses. Even if we had a clock by the bed, I wouldn't be able to read it. Um, <laughs> and I was convinced that I had overslept and that I had not set my alarm. And then I couldn't go, ah. And you would think I would just get my ass out of the bed and look at the phone to, you know, check. But my, the not logical part of my brain goes, it could be 30 minutes away from your alarm going off. And if you get out of bed and try and go back to sleep, you'll just be that much more tired. You should just lay here (laughs) three or four times a night. It's very frustrating. (laughs) 
And um, Teshu, um, we're not absolutely positive yet. We think we probably will keep it at this time. Oh, the say the question. The, the, oh, yeah. The, will the live streams be at this time? We honestly do not know. Um, I'm. I have a feeling that we will probably try to keep it at this time. The only thing that will stop the live stream being and for podcast listeners who are like what? nine a.m. Eastern um, is this current week's live stream time. Um, it will depend on how online schooling goes for the kids. If they have to be logged in at a certain time of day, yeah, 8, 30, 9 o'clock, um, we will not be able to do it. That's too many resources pulling on the internet at the same time. We might actually move it to later in the day. Um, if they do not have that requirement and it's just to use this program and do these things. Do it um, on your own time And kind we of can thing, set yeah. that, then yes, because I do, um, I like a consistent schedule. Thank you very much. Um, we will not, as far as I know right now, probably go back to a noon Eastern live stream time, um, until, um, probably until we're in the office, because what happens right now is if we're live streaming at noon and, and we're doing stuff until one thirty, two o'clock, the kids can't come out and eat lunch. They can't get a snack. Right. They, there's lots of things they can't do the several things. So once we're in an office, that's different because we can yeah. just close those doors and be like, get your own damn lunch. Do not open this door. Blah, mm -hmm. blah. But until then, so we're hoping 9 a.m. Wednesday, you can listen as my, my brain starts to function. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can hear those gears winding Turning. up. Um, if not, we'll try, we'll figure out a yeah. time um, based on whatever the kid's school right. thing will be. That's still an unknown for us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, um, somebody else asked and just still, we can kind of compare what's going on in different areas in our area right now. Schools are closed until April 15th, but we fully expect them to stay closed probably through the academic year. Yeah. Um, which is only like six weeks after April 15th, quite frankly, their mm -hmm. academic year ends two days after Memorial day. So, and the youngest is supposed to go to Mississippi to be with his grandma this summer yeah which she's right now she is self-isolating because she um has a sore throat and a fever so she'll do that for the next two weeks and then you know we'll see how things are come may and june if it's safe for her to travel here or if it's safe for him to travel there then we'll probably do it but yeah. we'll have to make those decisions as 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 things progress yeah yeah yep. so but um <laughs> Silent Wing, yes, you might have to wake up early on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, we are hoping, we're, we're going to talk about it. Now, now, this is the third time I'm teasing it, um, of ways that we can connect as a community, um, especially with more people needing to be home than are usually home. Um, and we'll probably do whatever we choose to do. will be at varying times so mm -hmm. more people can. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I've got thoughts. All right. Well, yeah, you keep telling me that. I, I know. Think, I think you're just a little... Uh, <laughs> BGTs there, you know. Well, I'm definitely a tease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course I am. Of course I am. Um, but yeah, so I think that's enough for us yeah. today. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah. yeah. I don't know what we'll be talking about going forward. We'll probably do a mix of light, stuff, hearted stuff and serious stuff. Um, kinky patrons or if they have other... If they're like, hey, could you please talk about this on a live stream? Mm -hmm. Guess what? We might do it. Yeah. Okay. We will um, 
No, Eva, we cannot give y'all a wake-up call. I need a wake-up call. Uh, no, the, the podcast listeners, you will not give two shits about this, but uh, YouTube watchers are getting my minimal makeup routine because I just couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't. Um, okay, so yeah, we need to go because we have other things to do. Yeah. We have another video to record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, we All love right. you guys. We love you. Thanks stay, for joining us today. Stay safe out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, communicate, communicate, communicate. Yeah, just always, keep talking. Always, just keep always. talking. Um, and we will hopefully all get through this together with mm-hmm. hopefully some good humor. That would, that would probably be good. Oh, yeah. We'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.